Hey guys, I'm Jess. And I'm Nate. And we are going to tell you all the things you really want to hear for teens. So if there's anything that we haven't talked about yet or questions that you have that you'd like to know about, let us know by emailing us at realadvice4teens at gmail.com. And that's the number four. So once again, realadvice4teens at gmail.com. And don't forget to subscribe so you can hear our new episodes every week. Well, it's been too long since we've done one of these. Again. And it's my fault. Again. <laughs> but that's okay. But we have a question and we're so excited. Yeah, so this question is, well, just goes... Hey guys, a question that's been on my mind a lot lately is how do I start doing things for myself? I've always been a major people pleaser and I do everything for other people. I just want to hear your guys' thoughts on a healthy balance of doing things for others but still taking care of yourself. Which is a fantastic question, but I think I might be the worst person on planet Earth to answer this. I was honestly just thinking you're no. the best person on planet Earth to answer Whatever. this. Whatever. Because Jess here is a people pleaser of the highest order. And it's not a bad thing to be a people pleaser. Like She's not doing things just to make people um, happy with her per se. She does things because she wants to help people. So it's really hard for her to say no. And it doesn't matter. Her house could be on fire and, her, and terrible things could be happening and she would drop everything and go and help somebody else. And so that's not a bad quality to have, but it can be a bad quality if you aren't putting time where it's really needed. So that's why I say that she is actually a wonderful person to answer this question. Yeah, like for instance, I had, so my cousin last week asked me if I could make a cake. So I make cakes. Used to, well, we make cakes, yeah. but used to make them professionally, semi-professionally. But now I just make them for friends and family. So my cousin asked me if I could make a cake on Christmas Eve. Now, we have lots of kids, and Christmas Eve's crazy. It's a crazy time. And I was feeling so bad that I was going to say no. I'm like, okay, I could probably figure it out. I could probably make it on Christmas Eve. And I waited to say anything, and I finally said, you know, I'm sorry. Like, Christmas Eve's too hectic. And I was pretty proud of myself for saying no, even though it was really hard. Well, then my cousin comes back and says, what about the 22nd of Christmas? Or of Christmas. <laughs> of December, not of Christmas. And I, I left her on red. How rude am I? I don't have my red thing on, though. But I didn't respond for a few days because I didn't know how to say no. I even text one of my friends. And I'm like, hey, can you respond to a text for me? <laughs> because, <laughs> you didn't ask me to do it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to say no. But I ended up saying no, and I'm still actually feeling pretty guilty about it. I'm feeling pretty bad. But if you look at our week this week, we're not even ready for Christmas yet. And we're close. Well, like today we had... Family dinner, mm -hmm. and then we had family gingerbread family houses, gingerbread houses like two separate, two separate families. families. Yeah. And everybody comes to our house. Our house is kind of a central hub, so we are often very, very busy. Yeah. And then tomorrow, we're going to another party, and then Tuesday, my daughter has a party, and we have piano lessons tomorrow. So really, it's crazy, but I still feel so guilty for saying no. 
And everyone reassures me like, Jess, you shouldn't feel guilty. Like you have to take care of other things. You have to take care of yourself. But I really do. I struggle with this. And in my opinion, it's not, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I know it puts undue stress on me, but you are wanting to help other people. You have a kind heart. You're probably a genuine person that wants to do things for other people. And there's really not, that's not bad. That's not a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing, but you need to learn how to balance your time and somebody else's time. Like you need to make sure you do things for yourself. There's a quote that I actually really, really like. Um, and it, it goes like this. It's just be where you are. And I love that quote because Jess, for example, again, we're just going to pick on her, but always picking on me. Nate. She has a really hard time being completely present because she's thinking about so many other things. And here's the thing. If, if you have to go to a, a kid's sporting event or you have to go to a family dinner or you're in math class or whatever, be there. You have to be there anyway. Your time is spent there. So spend the time right and be there. Actually be present in that situation and see what there is to be gotten out of it rather than having your mind on a hundred other things. It, it's not efficient. People think that it is to multitask, but it's not really efficient to have so many things that you're worried about because you give inadequate time to many things as opposed to adequate or ample time to one or two things. So be where you are. Don't feel bad if you have to tell somebody no because you have to do homework or you want to spend time with another friend or whatever. Just just do it. Just, just be like, you know what? I'm doing this today. Or how about tomorrow? Or reschedule. But be where you are. Um, and I think also just schedule your time. Like, like have a schedule of when you want to do something and when you need to do something. And then if somebody wants you to do something that is infringes upon that schedule then don't do it you've got to just make a stand at some point and it's okay you don't have to be the go-to person all the time but it's so hard my aunt i was talking to her last year at this exact same time um i was struggling with i had like chest pain really bad and i was really worried and so we went to the doctor and we got things checked out. And I think in the end, it was just like anxiety. And that was, that was pretty hard for me to admit. But after I was talking to my aunt, she's a nurse. And she's like, you have to learn how to say no to people. And she's like, okay, let's practice. So if you can find someone, this is good. And she's like, Jessica. I really need help planting a tree tomorrow. I can't remember if it was planting a tree or making a pie. Maybe making a pie. I really need a pie tomorrow. Can you bring me one? And she lives like an hour away. And I'm like, uh, um, I brought, and she's like, no, you say no. And I'm like, but I probably can make it work. <laughs> and she's like, no, Jessica, you have to learn to say no. She's like, I'm going to call you every few weeks and I'm going to get ask you something and you have to tell me no, just so you get practice. So maybe you find a person 
that's there to ask you something and you have to say no. Because, yeah, if it gets to the point like with me where I was saying yes to so many things and I was so stressed out and so anxious over things that I'm not really enjoying life, then that became a big problem for me. So I'm getting better, right? No, she is. She tells me no all the time. I. So. He's not. Nate's not hard to say no to. Hey, Jess, want to get me a drink of water? No. <laughs> I say yes to her all the time. He does. Actually, I'll just tell him. I'll say, hey, Nate, like we'll be watching a movie. And I'll say, Nate, are you thirsty? <laughs> and he's like, no. I'm like, are you sure you're not thirsty and you want to get a drink for you and me? <laughs> He always says yes, though. He's the best. But the other thing, because I have a hard time saying no, I've decided, well, I'm going to try to take time for myself. And then if I'm, like, filling my bucket, I'm able to help fill other people's buckets. So, like, working out helps me. Or, like, I paint my grandma's nails every couple weeks, but I won't take the time to paint my own, which is kind of silly yeah. You know, I have this nail kit, like why don't I take the time to do mine? So I've actually tried to put more emphasis in the last, I don't know, six months or so into just taking the time to paint my nails. Like if I can find time to paint my grandmother's nails every two weeks, I should be able to find the time to do that for me. Well, and she may not realize that she's done this or not, but in order to make sure she does her nails, she ropes it into doing our daughter's nails too. And so that's actually really not a half bad idea. So I would say like take a sibling and take something that you want to do and rope your sibling into doing it with you so that you have to do it, but it's really for you, but they're just kind of going along for the ride. Um, that's not a bad thing. That way you can do it. But then if somebody says, hey, I need you to do this, you can say, oh, you know what? I'm going to the movie with my little brother. You know, it's, it's kind of a, a way out. But the other thing too is, is like if you want to help somebody, like really help somebody with something, like let's say that you see somebody on the side of the road and they have a flat tire. Well, you can't help them fix the tire unless you know how to fix the tire for yourself. So you need to be able to make sure, just like Jess said, that you're doing things for yourself, that you're in a position where you can help somebody um, because you have had enough help yourself. Otherwise, the help you're going to give isn't going to necessarily get to the root of the problem that the other person is having. So. Yeah. You have to, if you want to help other people fill their buckets, you have to have a full bucket yourself. Yeah. You know, you really what's you have that, to. What's well, that biblical quote I don't know. about the moat in your eye? That's about judging people. <laughs> well, I know that, but. It kind of works both ways because it's like you can't really help somebody unless you've helped yourself first. Oh, yeah. That's true. But, yeah, take care of yourself. Learn to say no. Don't ask me how because I really am still so terrible. But I did. I did say no this week. And I, I really do still feel bad about it. I'm, like, <laughs> still thinking, okay, should I just, like, text back and say I can do it? But But just remember, fill your bucket first, though. Yeah. Fill your bucket first. And you know what? And if yours is full, like serving people brings us joy. It really does. Like doing things for other people really makes us happy. But you can't let yourself get taken advantage of. You know, you can't just serve them and serve them and serve them and serve them and not What's get anything back. I heard a quote some time ago. It was, 
I want to give a hand up, not a handout. Oh, that was from the Millionaire Show. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Undercover Millionaire Show. Or oh, Billionaire cool Show, whatever. Show. But yeah. Anyway, so for today, we... Well... So, if you're listening and you're the one that answered the question, ask the question. Or, if you're struggling with this, your homework, because we're teachers, is to say no to something this week. Yeah, that's true. Try it. Um, See and if you probably, die. probably not to your parents if they ask you to do chores or something like that. Yeah, that's no. probably not a good idea. Or if a cop tells you to pull over, don't say no. <laughs> <laughs> Legitimate situations where you're taking being taken advantage of. Yeah, maybe say no in those situations. <laughs> but so so here's one poll um, that I want to try to put into this show, guys. We. You know, as Jess said, we're teachers, and we decided to create this show because we wanted to help our students in any way we can. Um, I truly love being able to help them however possible, and I know Jess feels that same way. But the thing is, is we're not actually able to, like, go to school and say, hey, students, guess what? We have this podcast. You should listen. That's not actually okay for us to do. Um, And ethically, it makes sense. Um, But if you guys go out and share it, you know, with your classmates or uh, cousins or sisters or brothers or whatever. That helps us get the word out there more. So if we've ever helped you guys, we might be able to help somebody else. And the more people we can get our podcast out to, the the more it will help them. Um, And the more shows that we can do. Um, Yeah, for sure. Share it with people. So we had some uh, students asking about our podcast the other day. And so we just said, okay, what would you want to hear about? What are uh, some topics that you guys need help with? And they, we've already done a, a podcast on relationships, but I've been wanting to do a podcast on a specific aspect of a relationship um, that I've seen our, our son go through um, with his own friends. I, I kind of feel like it's important because I had that same a challenge with it when I was I in think school too. It's not just him. We see teenagers well, yeah, go but, through it. But him going through over. it is what made me want to talk about okay. it. Okay. So, all right. So here's the thing. Um, so this is kind of like a how to handle relationships, small segmented podcast. <laughs> um, I don't know what to call it yet. Well, I'm sure that'll come to me. But uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe not that. Maybe not. Don't call it that. <laughs> yeah, well, I won't call it that. Um, anyway, so here's the deal. Uh, you know, think about this with me for just a second. Have you ever had a friend get a boyfriend or girlfriend, and then all of a sudden your friendship with them is just completely non-existent because all they do is spend time with that girlfriend or boyfriend? Mm-hmm. That sucks, right? Mm-hmm. Have you ever had a friendship not survive that? That's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to answer because like when you're in high school, it's all about your friends. But then there's a point in time that you start dating someone and you're talking about marriage. And then that person really should be your number one. It's true. But if we're talking about high school. Or junior high. Or junior high. I don't think I ever did because I would hang out with my friends. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I did. Maybe there's my like long lost friend that's like, whatever, Jessica. 
So I, I had something like that. Did you? Yes, I did. Oh, was that the? Are you gonna tell like the things probably, you probably, did? Probably, probably not that. To that one car. That was that was really terrible. Yeah. Um, but we'll just say this: I had a friend. Um, <laughs> his name his name is Brady. And you use real names. I'm not saying his last name. That's true. Um, we love Brady. Yes, we do. If we, Brady we, we, ever we, listens to we this, we know him. We know him yeah. very well. He's still in my life. But there was a moment in time there where. He had he had a couple girlfriends back to back, and all he did was spend time with them. All he did, and it sucked because he was kind of like one of the centerpieces of our friend group. So when he got these girlfriends and he had no time for the friend group, the friend group kind of dissipated a little bit, separated and went its own way a little bit. You know, smaller groups here, smaller groups there, and he was kind of the thing that held it all together. Um, and for a while. You know, a year or so, he was not really my friend. Like, how old were you at this time? Probably sixteen. Um, and so this is, you know, what I really wanted to talk about is knowing how to balance that, because the reality is, like, your guys's friends really are going to be the ones who are there after the girlfriend or after mm -hmm. the boyfriend. They're the ones that are left holding your sad, soppy bag when you're crying because the street corner you kissed them on is one you just passed or, you know, that the little song that, that plays. song or the, the puppy that she gave you or he gave you puppy? stuffed animal Do pe oh, I'm I was stuffed like, animal uh, for Valentine's Day or, or, or whatever. The thing is, is like, it's your friends that have to pick that up. So you got to remember that when you get into a relationship with somebody, which I'm sorry, guys. You really don't know what a relationship is until you're learning yes, how to. Yes, they do. Uh, uh, it gets really good, is all I'm saying. Like you think it's good when you're in junior high. You think it's good when you're in high school. But when you're married to your best friend, and every moment—well, not every, but most of the moments in the day—I'm thinking about Jess. I get to wake up to her. I smile when I see her. Still, like she makes me still giddy. I. Uh, I, I swoon over her all the time, and she doesn't even know it, but she does. You swoon over her. I love it, but that's the thing. My relationship with her is the greatest I've ever had. It does. It does get a lot better out of junior high and high school. It does, and that's so I, I know that it feels like this is the end-all, be-all when you're holding hands with the girl for the first time or boy for the first time, whatever, but that it's... first kiss. It's It's not... Oh, God, the horrendous first kiss. I mean, I remember mine, and it was nothing short of sloppy. I needed. It was sloppy. I'm, mine was just I almost, a little peck. I almost needed a raincoat. Ew. There was so much spit flying everywhere. That is, that's disgusting. <laughs> I was, that I was, is so gross. I was 13, and she was 14. I remember it was so bad. I remember my first dog kind of kiss, and it was, it was slobbery and gross. It was so gross. I mean, we're not teaching you guys how to kiss, but here's anyway, the thing. Don't slobber on them. The okay. relationships that you have when you're young are kind of like riding a bike with training wheels. They are. It's like riding a bike with training wheels. <laughs> and as you get older and, and you get into you know real relationships, those training wheels, well, most of the time they're still on, especially for guys because we're idiots, but um, they come off eventually, mm -hmm. right? Um. But it, it takes time and it takes patience and it takes practice. But you know what? My friends that I have had 
since high school. Well, there's one of them. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. there's Dan, who I've known for a while, who isn't from high school. But mm-hmm. um, he's still there. So the friends that are really going to matter are going to be the ones that are still around when you're older. Most of them won't be when you're older. But when you're in junior high, relationships, you know, in that sense, like not friends, but boyfriend, girlfriend kind of stuff, those don't last very long. And it's not worth throwing away really good people for somebody who's really only going to be there for a little while. So I'm strongly suggesting, and I know that for some of you this might be really hard to hear, but I'm strongly suggesting that if you've got, you know, a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, learn to balance adequately your friends from the girlfriend or boyfriend. It's not bad to have both, but balance it. Don't let one compromise the other. And... Your family. Your family is going to be there. And if you there, it, are just yeah. awful to them because you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, your family is always going to be there mo- most of the time. Some families, some family life is really rough and that makes sense. But most of the time, your family will still be there too. So you don't want to just make your relationship, the most important thing in your whole entire life. No, that's true too. Family is a whole other level. Mm -hmm. Um, That's something that you've got to really nourish. I mean, you have all these different connections in life um, and you've got to learn to balance it. You can't, as they say, there's that quote that you've probably heard a thousand times but maybe didn't know what it meant, but you can't put all your eggs in one basket. Literally, if you were to go to the store and buy a whole bunch of eggs and you put them all into a basket on top of each other, the ones in the bottom are going to crack. It's just not going to work. You need to balance it out. I don't think that's what it means. It that's what it means. Look it up. No, it means like, what? That's what it means. You don't want to put everything in one basket. You want to balance things out. You want to spread it out. Huh. I mean, I know what it means, but I didn't... She'd never thought of it before. I didn't think of them breaking. They're not going to break if you put a bunch of eggs in a basket. If you put a whole bunch in there, the ones in the bottom will crack. I think we should try it. Okay. 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 I used to work in an egg farm. Yeah, he did. He worked in an egg farm. That was his first job. You know, like Napoleon Dynamite? (laughs) If you've seen that, yes. It's actually just like that. He drank raw eggs. Just kidding. He did not. Did you? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no well your but it face was, your face was like but it was very very similar to that like the owners well the owners were a little more learned but <laughs> no they're great people but the job was very similar to that yeah so so i think with healthy relationships like Because oftentimes, if you're ditching your friends or your family for a relationship, it's not necessarily healthy. And I was actually just teaching this in my class this week. Well, perfect then. I know. It is so perfect. And we were watching this TED Talk, which I thought was awesome. And it talked about like signs of a healthy versus unhealthy relationship. And one of them is that you like... Oh, how do you say it? 
like clingy, but that's not the word I'm thinking of. Like if they're super clingy, possessive, that's a good one. If they're really possessive of you. I was thinking off-putting. No, no, possessive. If they're too possessive of you, that's not healthy. Like, and I gave this example where the one says to the other one, hey, how are you? And then they don't respond on a text and they say, I haven't talked to you for five minutes. What are you doing without me? And they're like freaking out because it's been five minutes. And the other person's like, it's only been three minutes. Okay, probably not healthy. You know, they should be able to live without you and you shouldn't have to respond immediately to everything and be there 24-7 for them. And you also shouldn't have to feel like you have to lie to cover up what you were doing. Because you said that, oh, it's only been three minutes when it had been five, right? And that's actually kind of true, though. Because, like, if you've got somebody that you're in a relationship with that you, you know, if you're doing something and you know they're going to be frustrated because you're not spending time with them Mm -hmm. and you have to lie about it, Mm -hmm. that's also not healthy. That's you knowing, even though you may not realize it, Mm -hmm. that it's not a healthy relationship. No, it's true. And if they're, like, if your friends are like, hey, do you want to hang out? And you're like, well, no, I'm hanging out with my... Special someone. That's how I always say it in school. (laughs) Oh, so precious. I know. No, I'm hanging out with them. And they're like, okay, how about another night? And you're like, well, no, we're hanging out that night too. You know, you have to balance out your time so that it's not just all about that person. It's not healthy. Even now, like where Nate and I are married and we've been married forever, only 12 years. But it's healthy for us to have our own things that we do it's healthy for us to be able to have like other friends and be okay with that like if nate wants to go to a movie with a friend i'm not going to be at home crying the whole entire time because he went to a movie without me you know you don't want to be so dependent on that person that you lose your like individuality if that makes sense. No, it's true. Like, Jess and I, how many times have we spent a night apart? Oh, marriage? not very many. We're like pretty... five? Like, we spend basically every waking moment together, and I'm we're happy about that. But it's also really good. Like, I'm trying to push Jess out the door sometimes to go hang out with her friends. Because you need to take... You need a break. You need you time. You need to be able to go and let your hair down as they say like you need to um the other thing is is like you should have set times like if you're in a relationship and you feel like it's kind of possessive you need to be like okay um our time is monday wednesday friday yeah and my friend's time is tuesday thursday saturday Mm -hmm. and family time is sunday or whatever and schedule that time and then stick to it and in reality if the person that you're your special someone, your person, <laughs> whoever that is, if if they're not supportive of that, they're not really good for no, you. Oh, that is that's a bad sign. That's a, that's a really hugely bad sign. Bad sign of a bad relationship. And you know what? Like he said, schedule out. Like if you want boys' night, and they're making you feel bad because you want to have boys' night, that's not that's not a good sign. It really, really isn't. And the more serious you get, the older you get, and the more you 
start talking about like marriage and stuff when you're a lot older. Not talking about like when you're talking about marriage when you're in eighth grade. But when you're like out of high school and you're talking about marriage, you know, then it really does start to change where you spend more time with the person you're in a relationship and less time with friends. But that doesn't mean you forget about those friends. No. You know, and you can have the friends like hang out with you. And if if your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, uh, doesn't want like you to hang out with your family or to come hang out with your family or to be with you with your friends, also a really bad sign. Yeah, your significant other, special someone, person. I keep adding new ones now. Yeah, we should just make a whole We list. probably could. Your crush. Your crush. Maybe it's more than a crush, Yeah, it's though. more than a crush. That song, a little crush. Oh yeah, sing it. No, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry guys, it's anyway, too late. Nate needs to not do podcasts if, after ten o'clock. If they aren't supportive of you having you time, then that's a bad sign. But on top of that, you need to be supportive of them doing the same thing as well. Yeah. And okay, I'm just gonna say this. Okay, Jess and I, we've been married twelve years. But we have a rule, and this rule has been in our relationship since the very, very beginning. Um, and I realize we're married, and you guys hopefully aren't talking about marriage yet if you're in junior high or high school, but maybe you are. But if you're in a serious relationship, um, here's a rule that I would suggest that you put into play, and that is that you or your significant other is not allowed to be alone with somebody of you know that they could like potentially start potentially like exactly because that being said like obviously it doesn't count for you know family but they're not gonna potentially like them arkansas oh my gosh i'm just kidding there was a joke about that i think it was alabama no it was arkansas oh i thought it was alabama there was a meme that came out a long time ago. It's just a joke. We're just not joke. serious. Yes. Don't but get mad. It was it was a meme about um, a picture frame that they found in like a dollar store, and it said cousins on it, but then it had a the a marriage. wedding photo yeah. inside of it. <laughs> it's just a joke. So anyway, um, we love the people in Arkansas. We've actually okay. been there. We have. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes, we have. Anyway, so. Remind me of my train of thought. You forgot your train of thought? I did. So if you are in a really serious relationship, don't put yourself in situations that you can start having feelings for someone else. Whether that is, whether you could be like physically like with them or even emotionally with them. Emotionally actually can be way worse. Because physical is like, Sometimes it's like in your face and that's easy to bat away, mm-hmm. but emotional. So what that means is, is Jess and I, we will not ever, doesn't matter who, not even our own parents. We won't talk to anyone about our relationship or the problems in it in deep detail um, unless we're there. Like we, we mm-hmm. need to, it, it's not a private conversation that's going on at any point in time. Um, and that's just because if you do, you create an emotional connection to somebody that then turns into something that you're lacking in your relationship. But I think this is kind of way out of the ballpark for you guys. Like it, you it, should be talking to be, your friends it may be, it about may not your relationship. I happen to know that sometimes 
guys that are older, especially if you had like an 11th grade girl dating a college guy, older guys can be very possessive. No, no, no. I'm saying that don't talk to people about problems in your relationship. You, oh, if there are well, problems in your relationship, that you kind of stuff. No, you, that kind of stuff you talk to your parents and stuff like that about. But like, and your friends. We're just saying, like, if you're in a really major relationship down the road, that's just something that we had said. But the main one was is just don't be alone with somebody. You don't want to create a situation where trust is broken. Yeah, that's what we were trying to get at. For sure. Is that is that our advice on? relationships again we might have to do a relationships one every sorry about that nate just got a text there did. <laughs> speaking of having friends yeah i have a lunch date tomorrow a lunch date <laughs> <laughs> he's going out to lunch with a friend and i'm gonna sit at home and cry i'm just kidding i'm not i'm gonna I'll sit probably at home bring and her clean. back extra Ooh, where are you going i don't know Cubbies or Zupas? I don't know. Hmm. Maybe we'll go to Little Caesars and eat a whole pizza. Oh, wow. And yep. see if we can throw up. Gross. But yeah, with relationships, there's so much advice with relationships that we may just... You could do multiple. You could do a lot. And if you guys have questions about them, we could answer them all day. So. But just make sure that you like, are putting time into important relationships if a friendship is important to you put time into it you know hopefully your parent relationships are important to you or sibling relationships make sure you make time for that and hopefully your relationship with yourself like how you feel about yourself is important so you also make time for that no i agree it's learning how to balance everything i mean let's be honest most of life is learning how to balance all the different hats that we have mm -hmm. to wear, all the different things that we have to do. It's learning how to balance that all while trying to maintain a trueness to ourselves. So, all right, so let's see. We're gonna be off or out of school for the next couple weeks. Two weeks. So that being said, we'll try to uh, preemptively record some episodes for you guys so that we uh, don't get any more large droughts for a while. It's just when school is going, it's hard. That being said, if you guys have questions specifically, um, right Anything. now, right now is a great time to ask them. Yeah. Um, what even you still if they're have. like random questions. Oh, it could be anything. Yeah, it ask could be us anything. whatever. We're pretty. We're pretty open. Or if you just want to know what kind of present to get your mom or something. I'm actually or if you a want to know really, Nate's favorite ice cream. I'm actually a really good gift giver is what I was going to say. We could do a podcast on the five love languages. That would actually be interesting. That would be super interesting. Mine is what words of affirmation did we decide Well, that? how you show love is gift giving. I think. I think that's your way. But I like to receive words of affirmation. Yeah. I think that's in your top. That would actually be an interesting podcast. We could probably do that. that um, but hey, send your questions in. Um, you can email them. You can uh, find us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. You could leave a review. Reviews are great. We've and had a we few of it. those. Have we? Yeah, we've had a couple of reviews. Oh, we're going to read those next time. Well, there's two. Oh. <laughs> we're going to read those next but time. But we have been listened to like over 2,000 times, which That's is pretty, pretty cool. cool. Um, 
all over the world, which is also pretty cool. Yeah, but enjoy your holiday break. If you have one or if you're yeah. not having one. A lot of people get a break around this if time. If you're not having one, we are having a break. So send in some questions. We can answer them. Oh. So remember, our email is what? Realadvice14s at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. And that's the number four. And what we're at, realadvice14s, aren't we? Yeah. The number four. Yeah. All right, guys. Have a fantastic week. And hopefully we get to hear from you soon.